and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here on another terrifically terrifying Tuesday for Torch Report 459, The Threat of Methodical Manipulation. Friends, today we'll be putting the political circus and the next wave uh, wave of COVID hysteria into a, a properly informed perspective. As always, I'd like to say the Torch Report is the truth that you can trust, not because I'm asking you to take my word for it. I'm just an ignorant peasant. But I'll tell you what, I do an insane amount of research to present you with all the links and all the facts you need to develop that perspective. So let's go ahead and jump right in. Now, yesterday, I placed front and center the many connections between the experimental injections known as COVID vaccines and the soaring rates of cancer and the mysterious blood clots that keep cropping up in otherwise healthy people. Today, there are articles out about how the uh, the COVID pills are actually driving unexpected mutations. But these unexpected mutations have uh, they've actually been you know anyone who hasn't had their head buried you know the wise have been expecting and warning about all of these unexpected mutations since the start of all of this insanity. Friends, the truth is. These mutations are causing all of the new variants, the leaky vaccines, the COVID pills. Uh, the government solution is causing more problems. And these new variants, which are being created by the vaccines and the pills, they're they're imminently set to be detected uh, and drive a, a surge in new cases thanks to the 200 million taxpayer-funded free at-home tests that have been shipped out uh, that are being shipped out currently by the federal government. So this is, uh, it's just, it's a con job of epic proportions. And in my mind, it's, these are clearly crimes against humanity. But I want to set all of that aside for a moment and check in with the political circus because it's just, uh, it's entertaining, you know. Sarah Palin is now the second prominent political figure after Ted Cruz to openly speculate that Michelle Obama will be the Democrats' presidential nominee. Now, my gut tells me that she may be right, but I do think Sarah Palin is really just parroting uh, the attention-getting statement to get the headlines. That's what I think. You know, the question in my mind is, what qualifications does Michelle Obama have to run our country? And the answer is obviously none. <laughs> you know, Michelle Obama is just another sock puppet diversity hire who would be propped up as a placeholder while the deep state continues to work their dark magic. So I suggest you mercilessly mock anyone who says otherwise. Now, relative to the recent revelations about the globalist Nazi connections, we were talking about that here recently, uh, right on cue, up north, our neighbors up north, Canadian officials are desperately trying to erase the fact that they gave a standing ovation to an old-school Nazi, uh, a 98-year-old World War II veteran who happened to serve in Hitler's SS. Uh, and this was happening like, oh, yeah, yeah, we love this great old Nazi, you know? This was happening while Volodymyr, the jackass Zelensky, was blessing them with his presence and begging for more money. Now, unironically, uh, Justin Blackface Trudeau... <laughs> 
<laughs> He's decided not to show his face in public. He didn't show up in public yesterday. Remains to be seen whether he'll come out of the closet today. Uh, his media team is, is really working hard to figure out how they can bury this unfortunate reality. All the while, can Canada's Nazi celebration, it's just, it's going viral right now. And quite comically, uh, the whole episode is being denounced as Russian disinformation. Uh, there'll be a theme here on that. Now, in other news, U.S. taxpayers are set to keep paying the salaries of some 57,000 Ukrainian government workers. Why are we paying the salaries of 57,000 Ukrainian government workers? I don't know, but we're going to continue to do that even as our own government faces the threat of an increasingly likely shutdown. End of the week. What's going to happen? I don't know. It's a nail biter. Uh, but even if they do shut down, the U.S. government will keep funding the salaries of the Ukrainian government workers. Now, in a similar vein, uh, we're also sending Poland another $2 billion loan to further militarize Warsaw. And we're sending some $60 million to help them cover the cost of the loan. You know, uh, the Poles, they got kind of pissed off because Zelensky was insulting them. They're like, we're not going to support Zelensky anymore. So I think this whole thing about us sending a $2 billion loan to get more military equipment in Warsaw, and then we give them $60 million to pay for the loan. Again, you know, this is happening while our own country is going broke. Big dog bankers are warning of financial, uh, a financial shitstorm, really a worst case scenario right here at home. Uh, they're telling us that we should all be bracing for an inflationary storm that's being fueled by all of this reckless spending. Again, you can't make this stuff up. On the refreshing side of things, though, there is a growing chorus of prominent voices who are out there articulating the very obvious fact that events are moving quickly now, very quickly now, very quickly, friends. Even Tucker Carlson has openly admitted the startling truth that our system is collapsing in real time. Now, I'm just an ignorant peasant. I do a lot of reading and research, a lot of writing, a lot of recording, but I'm, I don't have the sources or the perspective of Tucker Carlson. So if Tucker Carlson is saying our system is collapsing in real time, maybe more people will pay attention. So I just wanted to point that out to ground my perspective within the broader context of well-informed and reputable independent journalists. I believe that soon... The weight of reality is going to come crashing through the delusional impression that everything is fine. Uh, you know, people are going to soon realize that one more election is not going to get us out of this mess. But unfortunately, I think that reality is it's going to be just, you know, it's going to be a painful smack in the face for a large number of people, friends. Uh, the powers that be, the people behind the curtain. Those who want us to have a hung election in the Civil War, like Bill Gates and his ilk, they are busy setting the stage for a postmodern American edition of the fall of Rome. And unsurprisingly, uh, very apparently, they plan to make it look like it's Russia's fault. Russia's going to be the fall guy. Russia, Russia, Russia. I put a series of uh, links here to some articles. You know, he'll do it again. Hillary Clinton claims that Putin is going to interfere in the 2024 election. You know, resist Russian disinformation as the election looms. The big gov tells big tech. 
Government officials say that Musk's X platform is the biggest outlet of Russian disinformation. Tech firms are failing to tackle Russian propaganda. Tucker Carlson, they claim, has found a new booster in Russian TV. Uh, they're, they're out there. Liberals are just lambasting Tucker. He's the uh, American face of authoritarian propaganda. Tucker Carlson, however, denies being a Russian agent. <laughs> you know, did you catch the theme there, friends? It's, it, it's a joke, but it's not a joke. You know, they're really setting it up, hammering on this disinformation. And you may recall how the WHO, the World Health Organization, has been using weaponized AI to immunize humanity against misinformation. The WHO claims that they are fighting against the infodemic in order to save lives. And this all came to light, of course during the government-manufactured crisis known as COVID-19. But in reality, as you've learned, if you've been with me here, all of this fighting against misinformation, this state-controlled censorship, was actually rooted in suppressing political dissent. And, you know, they, they use the weaponized AI, the social listening, the sentinel surveillance, the algorithmic social interventions to suppress political dissent while the global cabal systematically topples one locally elected government after another all around the world just like they did in Ukraine. Uh, also, I want to point out... The, uh, the links between the events in Ukraine, you know, circa 2014, 2016, uh, and, the, and the, our own government's feeble attempt to circumvent the First Amendment. Remember the uh, ridiculously ill-conceived disinformation government governance board? All of that, uh, it all speaks to what's happening right now. This is where they were working out their system for state-sanctioned censorship. And those facts, uh, other highly relevant connections like Burisma and such, are all found in my urgent special report on the Ukraine situation. That was back from February 2022, just as relevant, perhaps more relevant today than ever before. And yet, Friends, with all that said, it's not the Russia, 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 or Russia, 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 or the, the overarching political circus, or even the rapidly accelerating and increasingly aggressive government censorship that I want to focus on today. Instead, I want to kind of refocus on the fact that humanity is being heavily manipulated for the sickening purpose of vaccine uptake. Uh, per Dr. Robert Malone, I put a link to a report that he put out, and I quote, There are literally thousands of peer-reviewed studies on vaccine hesitancy and how the government can overcome it. In sum, there are over 6,000 such studies. End quote. Now, why might there be over 6,000 studies on how the government can trick people into taking all of these experimental injections? Hmm, what's going on here, you know? Go ahead and let your imagination run wild, friends, and then get this. Quote, 
Of particular concern is the vaccine hesitancy clinical trials that are specifically designed to see what types of propaganda, nudging, computational propaganda, and behavioral modifications work best to elicit compliance from entire populations. In funding such studies, the government and worldwide leadership has endeavored to eliminate informed consent, period. End quote. Okay, what do we got here? You know, we we have clinical trials bought and paid for by taxpayer dollars that are designed to elicit compliance from entire populations to eliminate informed consent. Oh my gosh, you know, what could possibly go wrong? But again, the big question is, why? Why are they doing this? Why are they designing these studies to elicit compliance from entire populations and get these experimental jabs into everybody's arms? Why? Why? Tell me now! Here's another clue. Quote, these studies have been bought and paid for mostly by the U.S. government, i.e. taxpayers. This is basically taxpayer-funded market research to garner compliance for the COVID-19 vaccine rollout, end quote. Now, there's a, the, the report, he's got a lot of details in there into these, you know, some of these 6,000 studies. But again, why are they so desperately trying to get these injections into everybody's bodies, especially with the astronomical spike in adverse reactions such as sterilization and death. Why? We're going to get to that. I mean, the obvious obvious answer is because they want to reduce the human population, but we'll get there, you know. But think about the fact that throughout the pandemic, the bombardment of propaganda has been absolutely prolific. In fact, according to the Department of Health and Human Services, In less than six months' time, they were able to reach more than 90% of Americans. On average of over 20 times each, they were just hammering them with this propaganda. But they actually spent, HHS, the government, Department of Health and Human Services, they spent extra heavy to deliver extra ads to the markets and zip codes and the population segments with higher proportions of vaccine-hesitant adults, period, end quote. We are in the crosshairs, friends. Let that sink in. They are targeting us, taxpayer dollars, to create sophisticated propaganda to target vaccine-hesitant adults. You know... If you if you really chew on that, it's it's so deeply disturbing. I just yeah, you know. And uh, Dr. Maloney goes on. He says this campaign not only utilized propaganda, but it also used very well known neurolinguistic programming techniques such as repetitive messaging. The vaccines are safe and effective. The vaccines are safe and effective, and the results showed that this huge propaganda campaign was hugely successful in getting people to take the jab, the death jab, the clot shot. And as pointed out by Dr. Malone, the problem with the government using this propaganda and this censorship is precisely that it's a very slippery slope, right? In the, in the twisted minds of these corrupt, power-hungry bureaucrats, climate change or gun violence These are easily causes that would seem equally as worthy of using these potent and powerful, hugely successful techniques, would it not? 
In fact, by extension, friends, any and all of the Agenda 2030, which is a depopulation agenda, but any and all aspects of the UN Sustainable Development Goals, they make perfect targets for the next round of public manipulation. After all, I mean, they got to reduce the population in order to save the planet. It's such an urgent need, you know? Friends, if you've ever wondered how exactly they plan on getting the public on board with their, their harebrained idea that you're going to eat bugs, own nothing, and be happy, now you know how they're going to do it. And, you know, the truth is, between you and I, you know, I, I feel elated that Dr. Malone is bringing this to light. It's disturbing, but it's uplifting, okay? Because I've tried to sound the alarm about all this government-directed behavioral change for a long time. But uh, as a lowly, ignorant peasant, I have a very limited reach. And, you know, he has a vastly larger audience. So that's great. But even that said, even as more and more people are talking about it, the truth is the majority of people are still never going to see what's coming, coming. But here's the thing, and this is what I want to focus on. These techniques are being used to cover up heinous crimes against humanity right now in real time. These techniques are being used to bury the facts that shine light on these atrocities. And there's not a damn thing we peasants can do about it except for share what we learn because sharing is caring and we need to be talking to everyone we know, okay? None of this is speculation. None of it is conspiracy. No tinfoil hat needed. Look at the facts. Look at the data. Look at the science. As discussed yesterday, the FDA just announced their approval of another round of these experimental injections. And that's going to fuel another round of debilitating adverse reactions like sterilization and death. And these genetic therapies are going to continue to destroy people's natural immune system. That in turn, is going to unleash all sorts of cancers. And in doing so, ever so subtly, the government can reduce the human population. Don't doubt for a second that that is what their goal is. And as a bonus, of course, uh, with each round of these experimental injections, with these leaky vaccines, it's going to lead to more rapid mutations and then the subsequent waves of infections that keep the whole process going. It's the iterative disruptions that we've talked about. Friends, this is their plan. It's long been in the works. It's, it's difficult to think about. It's hard to accept. But this is the reality that we and our children are living in. We need to resist the urge to ignore it and then resist we must. And I say that because if the government is willing to do this, if they're willing to coerce people to spend taxpayer dollars to figure out how to get people to forego informed consent and take an experimental injection that just might cause them to fall over dead. If the government is willing to do this, and if they can do it right out in the open, in front of God and everybody, without the majority of people even noticing, then there's really nothing they cannot do. Just like they can use these tools uh, for climate change or gun control, they can also use the very same techniques to turn political dissenters into radical extremists. They can convince the public that people who disagree are dangerous and that these dangers must be eliminated. Radical extremists threaten peace and stability. These domestic terrorists threaten democracy. And most especially, these defectives threaten public 
health and safety. My friends, in time, these threats will be dealt with one methodical manipulation at a time. And that is the message of my heart for today. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to go to the website, theporchreport.com. Take the time to find the heart, click the heart, and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with someone. Share it with anyone. Share it with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this terrific Tuesday, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.